There's a Starbucks drive-thru that's near our house where cars approach for from two separate directions, right? So, and then they funnel into the drive-thru lane. And if you're a regular, like we are, you know how it works. It kind of is like a zipper, right? So, like, you yeah. kind of notice who's in line, and then everybody follows the rules. Well, almost everyone follows to, the rules. <laughs> yesterday morning, we're at the drive-thru line, and a woman who was confused turned, started to turn in front of me to, and would, and that would have not only cut me off, but it would have cut off everybody. Because there were like three people behind us that had been in line and she just pulled up from the other side and then was going to go in front of Jeff. But that's not the way the zippering works. So I felt obligated to pull forward and stop her. And then I rolled the window down and I said, Hey, the line is on both sides. So you have to go to the, go behind us or wait until the last car goes. And she's like, what? She didn't really get it. And then she started to back up. So that panicked the guy behind her who had to honk honk his horn. And then I said to her again, I'm like, it comes from both directions. So you can't, you know, and it's, it's this super weird awkward exchange because I've cut her off. And, and like the guy behind her is yelling at her. Yeah. She's backing up, not totally paying attention. And like she almost hit him and it was like kind of a mess. And so for a third time, I said, you've got to go to the end of the line. And then she said, you're the podcast guy. You came and spoke to my school <laughs> once. I was like, good thing you weren't like super heated to her because that would have been awkward. I don't think I said anything. I, I don't think I was heated you didn't. at all. You were trying to help her because she was so flustered and confused. Like she didn't get the system, which is fine. It can be very confusing it's if not you're not co- a regular at that Starbucks. You're being very kind, but it's not that confusing, number one. And number two, I think by the third time I had to explain to her what was happening. Like, I think by that time I was saying like, just go to the end of the line. Like right. I was the like- The guy behind you is about to kill you. Yeah. And- that's when she pulled the, I know you, you spoke to my, I came up to you after you spoke and asked if I could have your notes. Cause I had written notes about what, what we were talking about. And I was like, Oh yes. What's your name? And so we have now it's an even more awkward, pleasant conversation. And then I pull in and she pulls in right behind me and cuts off everybody anyways. So I bought her coffee. Yeah. She was having a, maybe she was having a day. She was definitely (laughs) having a day, but that was awkward. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to the upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and I am grateful for a gift, I guess, that Callie got me. It wasn't a surprise, but I had a little three-drawer, I guess it would be called a chest. It's not a, dr- a, it's not a, is it's it a, a dresser. Little, it's a little dresser, yeah. It's a small dresser that my parents, when they came to visit me and my first radio job out of upstate New York, 
they threw this dresser in the back of a station wagon and they brought it to me. And it, before that, it had been in our basement. And then I think before that, it was my grandmother's. I don't, I don't know the full lineage of it, but it's very old. And I've had it with me ever since. And Callie had somebody repaint take all the, all the layers of paint off and paint it a beautiful white color. And now it's Ellie's dresser and it's in her room. And I'm very grateful for that. Are you, do you love it so much? I do, because when I look at it, it reminds me of my parents. And then, um, because I think it was my grandmother's, it reminds me of my grandmother. And it just remind, it's a little connection to, to Syracuse. And now it's Ellie's. And now it's Ellie's. And it feels, <laughs> it's cool to have something that uh, my dad gave to me that I'm now able to give to Ellie. Yeah. I'm Wait. getting, I'm oddly getting choked up. Talking. Are you? Yes. Oh, that's so sweet. I'm sure I've, she will love it forever and we will force her to take it to college. I think I'm just now realizing that, I mean, I always thought it was neat, but now I'm realizing that it was a gift that my parents gave to me and then I got to give it to Ellie and I just think it's neat. No. What happens when we have a second kid and then you just don't tell him? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Second, <laughs> second kid doesn't get anything cool. They get they get hand me downs. They get they get onesies with poop stains on them. <laughs> My name is Callie Dollar, and I'm grateful for home cooked meals. We have so many home cooked meals, or have had so many home cooked meals because one of Callie's friends signed us up to um, as this meal train thing. Am I saying it right? Yeah. And by the way, we are really bad at accepting help. Yeah. We're not very good at, you know, like, cause people want to help and they ask what you can do. And then they're like, can we make you a meal train? And we're like, hi, we don't, you don't have to, we don't want anyone to go into any trouble, you know, but people want to help, which is a really nice thing to do. And we have a lot of amazing people in our lives, which is awesome. So one of Callie's friends organized this, this calendar, if you and I, I don't know if the website is mealtrain.com or whatever, but there's a website where you, you like, I think for two months, you're, she, it was Karen, right? Who organized it? I think it was like Karen and Jenna. So you go in and you, you pick a date and then you bring a home cooked meal to the meal train recipients. And it's great for people who just had a baby. If you had a loss in your family, if you're dealing with an illness in it's your family. It's a way family. to people get, to yeah. get people organized. Yeah. I think, and we've had some terrific meals. All delicious home-cooked meals. But I think we could step it up a little bit and make the meal train a competition. Oh, so you want to judge our friends who are nice enough to make us meals. What if... Pit them against each other. It's just, I'm just, listen, I'm not saying, here's how it works. Okay, here's what I think. You can do a version of the meal train where you completely sign up anonymously Okay. So, mm -hmm. so you sign up, but the recipient doesn't see who's been assigned to what day. Okay. The food is delivered contactlessly. Okay. See? So somebody leaves it on your doorstep and then you don't see who it is. You just put a cooler on your doorstep. They come by, they put the food in there with the little, with a little post-it that says, you know, put it in the oven, 400 degrees, 30 minutes, boom, yeah. whatever. Then at the end of, after every meal, you go online and you rank it. You, you give it some feedback, American Idol style, and then you give it a score Dancing with the Stars style. And at the end of the meal train, somebody will have bragging rights as the person who created the most delicious meal. That's a horrible idea. Why? Because they're nice enough to make food. You don't need to judge their food. They're feeding us. But you judge it anyways, right? I don't think we judge. 
I do. I think I'm, I'm like, oh, that was really good. Or, Ooh, well, man. no, we say how good it was, but I don't, we haven't had a bad meal in two weeks. We haven't? No. Hmm. You Remember sure? We were having, we had like delicious soup last night. A couple nights ago, we had that skirt steak salad and you loved it so much that you made steak and eggs for breakfast. Yeah. Remember that? That T-Bird called, she did one of the days and she said, hey, what? She called us and said, what foods do you like? What do you not like? Blah, blah, blah. And I said, you know what, T-Bird? Here's what I would really like is give me the recipe for your, one of your favorite dishes. And just bring the ingredients over because I miss cooking. So the other night we made this ricotta. Ooh, lemon, that was good. Lemon ricotta pasta thing with like toasted walnuts. And there were the words brown butter in it, which I feel like brown I don't butter, even yep. know what brown butter means. But anytime I see it, I automatically like start to drool. I had never before toasted nuts like over in a pan. Which is interesting. I feel like it's a holiday thing. But I think they came well, out. Well, they were like a salad thing. Yeah. They came out good though, I thought. Yeah, it was really good. It did you did you meal. like my toasted nuts? I did like your toasted nuts. You're such a weirdo. Uh, Anywho, is that the conclusion of your idea? Yeah. Maybe people will fight to the death for a title. Well, then you just get bragging rights. Just a thought. And it might step up the quality of the food. Like we've gotten all A quality meals. But would we be getting A-plus meals if people knew that there was a chance to be crowned the best? You are a terrible human being. Anyways, uh, we were talking last week about how I have – Jeff asked how I had felt mentally, like postpartum. I had a baby two weeks ago today, and which is crazy. Um, I have long had anxiety. I've had bouts of depression. And so I kind of feel like between Jeff, my psychiatrist, my therapist, and my OB, everyone's like watching me to like see how I'm going to react to like all these hormones and life after baby. And, you know. Yeah, whatever. we're all getting together behind your back and we're like, she's going to go off the rails. Let's keep I an eye on this. I hope that you are because <laughs> um, I much appreciate it. Anyway, so we talked about how Jeff asked how I was. And the truth is, when the sun goes down, I find myself getting really sad. And I o only for like an hour, though. Only for an hour, and it's like sad about you know. I think about Ellie growing up, and I don't know, just like really like stuff that is totally irrelevant to our life right now. If and then I get bummed out. If I wanted to, I could make Callie cry just by talking about the fact that Ellie is already fourteen days old. Don't. Don't even go there. I can't. I really can't handle it right now. Like you're never going to have seven day snuggles again with Ellie because they're gone. They're gone by a whole week. Can you not do this? I seriously will burst into tears. Like that's like I'll, I sit and stare at her for probably what, six good hours a day and just think about how tomorrow she's going to be older and I can't handle it. And then I'm like, maybe we should have another one right now. Right now. <laughs> because this one's 14 days old and I'm like already sad that she's 14 days old. Um, anyways, my there, I mentioned that on the show and my psychiatrist listens to the show every day. Thank you. And she emailed me to confirm that it is a thing that you can be impacted by the end of the day. And here's what she said. She said, the weepiness you're experiencing at sundown is not uncommon and is thought to be tied to physical and mental 
um, tiredness at the end of the day. It's nothing to worry about on its own, but it is something to pay attention to and that we want to make sure you don't start to develop other or more persistent symptoms of depression or anxiety. And we put a Google on it and found that the official term, the sundown syndrome or sundowner syndrome, is tied mainly to dementia and Alzheimer's patients. Right. And it's not an uncommon thing for for people suffering with, with those illnesses to get very sad at the end of the day. Um, it also, so Jeff also put a Google on like why depression can be worse at night. Um, and basically what it said is you're distracted during the day. You're getting stuff done. You're distracted. You go, 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 go. And as the day starts to wind down, there's less to distract you. And then that's when like, you know, negative emotions or, you know, exhaustion or loneliness or whatever you're feeling like kind of creeps in there. Um, but I also know I'll be curious to talk to her. I asked her to set up an appointment in the next few weeks, um, because it rained yesterday and I felt sad when it was raining too. So I don't know, I don't know what that's about, but it might just be the um lack of sun. You know, there's a what isn't uh seasonal like seasonal is, affective disorder. It's SA, is that what the A stands for? I always feel like seasonal I'm, affective. Yeah. Okay. I th- like there's a, a legit disease where when the time changes and when winter rolls in, like people are just more sad. And you know what's so interesting could is be now a tiny I'm, version of that. I'm usually not awake when the sun goes down. This oh, is the yeah. first time I have been consistently awake when the sun goes down in four years. Yeah. Isn't that that's weird. True. So, yeah. Anyways, so if that sounds like something that you are dealing with that is a thing. I will keep you posted when I talk to my psychiatrist more about kind of what that means and how long it's supposed to go on, you know, before it becomes a cause of concern. We are are among our missions on this show is we are always trying to make you uh, as part of our community feel less alone. So if it's something that you are, you know, are struggling with or somebody has said to you, then just know that Callie does too. Kelly deals with it too. All right. Our Elevate Kindness mission for today is coming from a personal experience that I had yesterday. It was supposed to be a simple project. Go into a store, pick up. Should I say the name of the store? So I'm not going to bash them. It was, um, I don't think it's a, I, I mean, no one from the store is going to be listening to the show. How do you, That's what do you mean? Maybe they will. Uh, I don't know. To me, the brand is so big that the chances of someone that works for them. Well, it's not about the brand. It was about me kind of being bratty. But so Jeff was definitely to prove a point. I go into Ikea yesterday to buy these shelves that Callie wanted for the, the baby's room closet. We were supposed to have two extra weeks to buy them, but nope. Uh, Ellie's here early. So we finally went in to pick them up and the line to check out was so far back into the store that I started to leave. I was just, I didn't want to be in there that, you know, that long. I had my mask on and everything, but it still made me nervous. And we were running other errands. So I was like, I'll come back. It'll be less crowded on a Monday or a Tuesday. But as I'm leaving, I see express lane, five items or less, And there was like one person in the line and was off to the side. So I'm like, oh, 
no problem. I go, I buy the two packages or I pick out the two packages. I got them on my little Ikea wheelie dolly thing. I'm bringing it up to the front and a woman stops me and she says, sir, you have to wait in this line to check out. And I said, I only have two items. I'm going to the express line. And she said, sir, you have to wait in this line. And when you get to the front, I'll count your items and tell you where to go. And I said, ma'am, that defeats the purpose of the express line. I just I have feel two- like this is a Seinfeld skit. It is. It's total curb your enthusiasm, dude. Yeah. So I was like, but ma'am, I'm just going to the express line. And she says, it's not fair to all of these people who are waiting in line to get to the front. And then I said, so it's not an express line because or an express lane because I still have to wait in this long line. And she says, that's correct. And I said, well, then I'm leaving. And so I pushed my car off to the side and just walked out and left. Oh, my goodness. And, well. I'm glad I was not inside for that. It wasn't. I didn't make a scene. Like, we weren't yelling at each other. I was just like, I just didn't understand it. Right. And as I was walking out, because, you know, you can't leave Ikea quickly. No. Like, if I did want to throw a fit and stomp out, I, I would still. You'd be walking for a really long time. I, I'd be, be walking. For, people would be watching me stomp for 12 minutes right. to get to the store. So as I'm walking out, I had the thought, like, if I see a manager, I'm going to say something. But I never, I don't. I'm, I'm not a talk to the manager, dude. It just entered my brain. And that's what leads me to the Elevate Kindness today. I want to go back. Way back to the beginning of the show, when we were saying contact managers and mm-hmm. customer service and talk about really great experiences. Yes. Because I th- I honestly think that that woman working the checkout line was, one, overwhelmed. Yeah. Because there's so many people. And two, confused. Like, you're not going to make – that defeats the whole purpose of right. the express lane. So I could have found a manager and probably said something or whatever, but I didn't. Because I'm not a talk to the manager guy. However, I am going to this week find a customer, an experience that's great or a customer service person that goes above and beyond or just a a typical experience, a typical place where I always have good experience. Yeah. And I'm going to find the manager and I'm going to commend a specific employee. Nice. I love that. So that's your Elevate Gratitude mission is – to speak to a manager, I use that in finger quotes, speak to a manager, but do it for only a positive reason. And you know what? I would even say if something enters your mind this week where you're like, I should talk to a manager about that. You know, if it's not going to, if it's not actually taking money out of your wallet, let it go. We are really excited this week to introduce a brand new partner to our show called FrameBridge. Now, we just had a baby and probably our number one gift this year is going to be gifts for the grandparents and pictures of our new baby, their first grandchild, um, Jeff's dad. We talked to him yesterday and he said, all I want for Christmas is a picture of Ellie. So FrameBridge has us covered. Go to framebridge.com and upload a photo or they can send you packaging to safely mail in your physical pieces. You can preview your item online in dozens of frame styles and gallery wall layouts. Choose your favorite 
or you can get recommendations from the experts at FrameBridge and they can help you pick one out. A handcrafted personalized gift from FrameBridge starts at $39 and all shipping is free. Our Upside listeners are going to get 15% off their first order at FrameBridge.com when they use the code UPSIDE at checkout. Get started today, frame your photos, or send someone the perfect gift like we are. Go to FrameBridge.com, use the promo code UPSIDE, and you'll save that 15% off your first order. FrameBridge.com, promo code UPSIDE. FrameBridge.com, code UPSIDE. The holidays are right around the corner. And let me throw in an idea, a perfect gift, if you will, for anyone on your list, the most comfortable socks they will ever own. Bomba's socks feels like walking on clouds wrapped in pillows, buoyed by cotton candy. Not even going to lie. Imagine everything that could go wrong with a sock. Bombas has done that. And then they fixed it. For me, it's that annoying toe seam that always just to sit, decides to sit sideways on one or two toes and it's just super uncomfortable. Gone. Plus, they have a ton of different colors. They have a ton of different styles. They have athletic performance socks. They've got limited edition holiday socks. They've got dress socks, socks made from merino wool that is super warm, is incredibly soft naturally moisture wicking, and they give back. For every pair of socks Bombas sells, they donate a pair to someone experiencing homelessness across the U.S. So when you give Bombas as a gift, you're actually giving two gifts. From comfort to kindness and everything in between, Bombas aren't just givable, they were made to give. Go to bombas.com slash upside today. You'll get 20% off any purchase during their big holiday sale, November 18th through December 2nd. That's bombas.com slash upside for 20% off bombas.com slash upside. If you're feeling lonely or sad, the holidays are upon us and it can be really hard this time of year when it seems like everybody is joyful, but you, and it feels really lonely and isolating. Well, let better help help you this holiday season. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to go to betterhelp.com slash upside and fill out a little bit of information about yourself. BetterHelp is going to hook you up with a licensed professional counselor that you can meet with without ever having to leave the comfort of your couch or your pajamas, which you know that I love. Um, and the best part about this is if you don't automatically click with who they hook you up with, no questions asked, they'll hook you up with someone else. So they're taking the hardest part out of getting started with therapy, which is how do I find somebody? BetterHelp is on it for you. Start living a happier life today. As an Upside listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash Upside. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash Upside. Today's quote of the day, don't be afraid of the disappointment if you fail. Be afraid of the sadness if you don't even try. Today's keyword, the text to win keyword for the gratitude giveaway, it's $1,500, is the word paper. Text the word paper, P-A-P-E-R, to 800-434-5454. All right, here are my three random things for today. Number one, um, I'm sharing this first random thing uh, for two reasons. One, it's interesting, and it might be helpful with Thanksgiving coming up in a couple weeks. Um, And two, the person who created this 
is a Georgia Tech student. Okay. And if you are from the Atlanta area or you're familiar with Georgia Tech, it's just it's it's just a gathering place for geniuses. Pe- people who are far brilliant than we can ever hope to be. Yeah. So mm-hmm. this college student created a planet he calls it the event risk planning tool so basically you go to this map of the united states and you click on where you are or where you want to travel to for thanksgiving mm-hmm. and how many people will be there at your thanksgiving gathering and it gives your risk assessment a score like what the for ch- coronavirus Yes. What the chances are that somebody in that party will have been exposed to coronavirus and could spread it to you. I love how these kids are like 19 years old and I can't even begin to form a thought that would start that idea. Right. Like that just blows my mind. But they're students, which means they kind of do it half for fun. Right. You know, like they're not getting paid to do it. Yeah. Like when, when I'm in school and they say, Hey, it's time for the science fair. What do you want to make? And I'm like, Oh, well, what plant can I grow? What single plant can I grow? (laughs) Right. And I could do about a seed or I can make a volcano. This guy's like, what map could I make that would show exactly what the risk of traveling for Thanksgiving is related to coronavirus, depending on where you're going and how many people will be there. So I'll give you the link, uh, Callie, but basically the way it works is if you're going to a party of 20 people in Brunswick, Maine, there's a 5% chance. A 5%. 5% chance <laughs> of someone having coronavirus there. But if you are going to te- a party of 10 people in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, where COVID is, is off the charts right now, there's a 67% chance. Hmm. Um, so you put in how many people, where you're going. Oh, and it adjusts, of course, for the current level of infection. So if if the infection goes up or goes down, it adjusts accordingly. Smart kid. Yeah. So I'll put that in the show notes. Uh, my second random thing, uh, Callie, do you care about the, the clothing store Justice? Do you know anything about it? Is it a big deal when you were a kid? Um, I think it was limited too when I was a kid. Is that the same thing? I don't know. Someone will tell me, I'm sure, in DMs. Do you know? I don't know. I think it's limited too, which when I was a kid was a huge deal. Justice is closing down all of its stores. Oh, womp, They'll womp. all be closed by early 2021. Um, so that's like my t- one and a half. You guys don't. Or I, did, I didn't know if that was. That store is a big deal, so. I wonder if it's the same guy that owns, like, the Limited and stuff like that. Because remember when years ago we found out that the guy that owns, like, the Limited, Victoria's Secret, I think Justice is under that group of brands or whatever, is, like, a gazillionaire 85 times over and has this huge mega yacht and all this stuff. But, like, in the past five years, like, all of those stores have closed. Yeah, he's still a gazillionaire. You think? Yeah, without the headache of having to run stores now. There you go. Uh, all right. So can that that was only like a half of a random thing. Here's another half of a random thing. Uh, a nerdle, if you're um, bored and you want to act smart around somebody, ask them if they stuck a nerdle in their mouth recently. <laughs> What's a nerdle? <laughs> it's the blob of toothpaste that you put on your toothbrush. What? That amount is called a nurdle. N-U-R-D-L-E. So everybody at least once a day sticks a nurdle in their mouth, probably twice a day. Wow. So do you that is 
Interesting. So if you go into work, if your office is is back to in-person, you know, officing, ask your coworkers. That'd be a good Thanksgiving topic. Walk Mm -hmm. around to your family members. Ask your grandma when the last (laughs) time she stuck in her mouth was. Uh, All right. And uh, my third random thing is this guy is getting shamed on social media because his girlfriend shared a picture of his proposal. He stuck the engagement ring in the bun of a McDonald's Big Mac and slid the box over to her. When wow, she opened that it, is true don't, love. Right don't here. shame him. She loves McDonald's. They hadn't been because of the, you know, COVID or coronavirus. And they went to McDonald's and actually went inside for the first time. And he, I feel so bad for him. Huh. I mean, it's not. Did she like swallow the ring or something or was that no, the end of the story? That's the end of the story. Oh, okay. I just feel bad that he's getting shamed. It's not my cup of tea, but. Was, did she shame him? No. She oh. said, I said, yes. Yeah. She thought it was cute. Oh, well, that's all that matters is what she thinks. I know. And everybody. And was, she didn't swallow the ring. So and she good. did not swallow two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, and a one carat diamond. That we have to wait to pass through my colon before I'm officially engaged. Those are my three random things. We mentioned on the show and then got quite a lot of feedback, which is funny. Um, because I think Jeff got more feedback than I did on this, but um, apparently you are not supposed to leave your child in a car seat. When the child is not in a car. When the child is not in a car. Or like in a stroller. Yeah. So on Friday, well, yeah. How does that work? How does what work? How why is it okay in a stroller but not okay? I think I would assume because the angle that the kid is at. No, I would assume it's because if your kids in a stroller and they're facing you, you're paying more attention. That we started Friday's show by saying that that we had just brought Ellie in from the car and she was still in her car seat sitting on the floor of the of the studio while we were recording. And we got many comments, not many, but we got a small handful of comments saying you're not supposed to do that. I think the concern is you, if you do do that, you have to have your eyes on them and you can't use it as like a babysitter. Like don't leave the room. Don't let the baby sleep and spend the night in that, whatever. And I also did learn that when you do that, don't unbuckle them to make them more comfortable, leave them buckled in. Because if you unbuckle them, that's when they can slide down yeah. and then be at an unsafe angle. So do you have any um, fears about like dropping her or, or her like sliding out of something or shockingly? I do not. You have one. What is the it? changing table? Well, that was just because I didn't think our changing table was, was safe. And now I do. Okay. Our changing table we're using the top of a dresser and the, the it doesn't pad. have a lip on it. Yeah. And the pad, what concerned me more is that the pad was just too slippery slidery. Mm-hmm. Is that a word? Slip and it and and I was just afraid that if it got too close to the edge and like the dog jumped up and like put their paws on it, it would be easy to slide it off or push it off accidentally. But we have since got a official changing table topper that is fastened to the top of the dresser and it's not going to Did move. you um, ever think in your life that you would be talking about 
this kind of stuff. No. All the time. No. I mean, what was it last week that I'm in Costco comparing the labels of the Kirkland brand formula versus mm-hmm. the Similac formula mm-hmm. and texting you to say, they're virtually identical, but Kirkland's half the price. What do you say? Yeah, no. This is your life now. This is my life now. And I love it, to be honest. Do you? Yes. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. We would love to stay in touch with you by text. Text the word upside to 800-434-5454 and then save it in your phone as Callie and Jeff. You know what is uh, about this whole dad thing that that I did notice was was a little bit different? Mm -hmm. I felt strangely proud of those shelves that I made for her closet. Did you? Yes. What do you mean proud? I don't know. And you're like, I did that for my baby girl. Yes. We ended up getting the, 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 we didn't get the shelves at Ikea because of the gigantic line, but we ended up getting them at Target and they're- Container store? A container store, that's right. And I uh, had to put them together and I just, it just seemed more, I just, I don't know. There was an odd sense of pride in constructing these little Allen wrench shelves and giving them to her, knowing that they're going to hold her butt wipes and her books and her books and, and her, her little s- tiny pants. Yeah, and her tiny pants. Like it just <laughs> felt different making it for her. I don't know why. You look proud. Hey, I had to pause because I'm listening to your defiance of this incredible holiday that is Thanksgiving and I would have to say to stakes, no, no, no. Turkey is something to be looked forward to. We fry it. It is delicious. Um, It is not hard and no, just no. Say no to steak on Thanksgiving. Stick with the turkey. Come on, how can you do this to Ellie? She needs to know what an amazing Thanksgiving meal is. So, no. And you can even hear by my accent that I'm not even American. And I think Thanksgiving turkey is one of the things that makes America amazing. So, no. When you go to takecareof.com slash upside50, you're going to take a five-minute online quiz. You're going to be asked questions about your health concerns, your lifestyle, your diet, and they're going to recommend vitamins and supplements that will help you address your specific wellness goals. It's a personally tailored approach to your unique health needs, and they're going to deliver these vitamins and supplements right to your door. As the seasons change, you got to get ahead of your health. You want to stay healthy for the next few months. Your immune health especially is so important. It's a great time to update your vitamin and wellness routines to make sure your immunity is top notch going through the winter. Kerov's products go beyond vitamins and supplements. They've also got protein powders. They've got energy boosts to help supplement your workouts as you move indoors in the colder month. They've got you 
covered. Go to takecareof.com slash upside 50 and you can get 50% off your first care of order. That's takecareof.com slash upside 50. Use the promo code upside 50 at checkout. You'll get 50% off your first care of order. I just wanted to call and say, I think you guys are amazing. You had a baby. You haven't missed posting a single show, filling us in on all the details almost immediately. I'm just super thankful because it felt like when good friends have a baby, and of course you want to call them up and hear all about it. How did it go? What happened? And um, yeah, it's just been awesome. So today I'm grateful for you. Hi, Jeff and Callie. This is Danielle from Maryland. I'm listening to episode 415, and I had to pause it because Jeff's pullout joke caused me to laugh so hard, I'm like choking. And I have not had a good week. I've been fighting and losing a battle to a cold. Work's been kind of busy, but that was the best laugh I've had all week, probably all month. So thank you for that. Welcome to the world, baby Ellie. And thanks for the upside. Bye. Hi, Jeff and Callie. This is Hallie from Atlanta. I was just listening to your Friday episode about not doing turkey on Thanksgiving. And I totally agree. In the last three, maybe years, my family has not done a turkey. Um, First, because it's awful. It's always really dry. You have to put so much gravy and everything on it. Um, and two, it's just, it's so much food. Um, the leftovers are pretty insane for how many people usually come over to my parents' house for Thanksgiving. Um, the past couple of years, we have done either one or two, like, smaller roast chicken. Um, and then we have done brisket and pot roast and just, like, some other alternative to um, the chicken for anybody who doesn't want that. But, yeah, I totally agree with the um, eat what it is that you want to eat. Don't worry about these traditions. And um, turkey is usually just a little bit too dry. So do whatever you guys think is best. But I am totally on board with the no turkey Thanksgiving. Eat what you want. So especially this year for 2020. I hope that you guys have a great Thanksgiving. So excited for a baby girl dollar and have a good day. Bye. If you make your bed every morning, it will give you a small sense of pride and it will encourage you to do another task and another and another. And by the end of the day, that one task completed will have turned into many tasks completed. And if by chance you have a miserable day, you will come home to a bed that is made. And a made bed gives you encouragement that tomorrow will be better. So if you want to change the world, Start off by making your bed.